This episode of Nerd Parents is brought to you today by Chore Monster. Chore Monster is a web and mobile app that makes chores fun for kids. Now available on iOS, Windows Mobile, Kindle Fire, and Android. Sign up for your free account at choremonster.com. Welcome back, everyone, to Nerd Parents. This is episode 29, and this is the podcast where we come together every week in a positive space with a group of friends and parents to discuss parenting in a nerdy world. We're nerds, and we love it. Uh, (laughs) Just a friendly reminder, every kid's different, and so are we. So please do your own research. I mean, we're nerds. We got to do our research, right? Even if you think what we're saying is right, you check it out. Um, I do awesome show notes, so you can back check all of it. Um, My name's Nicole Spagnolo. I have a two-year-old little boy named Mateo. And every week, I have a great group of parents that join me. And we have um, our regulars on the show today. We have Miss Cleo. Hello. Hello, guys. My name's Carrie. You guys might know me as Cleo from the Frog Pants Network. And I have an almost 15-year-old named Sarah. Ah. I have a 12-year-old named Eden and a 4-year-old named Colin. Awesome. And then we also have Eric. Hello. Hello. How are you guys? A, sleep, I'm, uh, a sleepy Eric. Yes, I'm sleepy. I was up late playing video games, so it's my own damn fault. What were you, but, uh, what were you playing? Uh, the Last of Us. The Last of Us. Oh, okay. oh good it's, game. Yeah, not for kids, so I stayed up till after they went to sleep. Yes. And then I played. But uh, the kids I have are, uh, I have a one-year-old named Thaddeus and a seven-year-old named Colette. Yay. Yay. And uh, every week we come together, just a, you know, almost a therapy session, right, guys? Honestly, that's why that's why yes. I do the show. I don't know about 100%. you. 100%. <laughs> um, and we, we talk about, you know, what's going on in our lives, our ups and our downs. And uh, it's been a while. It feels like it's been longer than I, it has. Um because last time we had Kim on and we talked about uh, grandparenting. So, and Carrie, you weren't on that episode. No. But are you, are you, uh, God, prepared? don't ask me are if you, I'm a grandparent. No, no, I no. Not. I was going to say, are you prepared for that? Or is Am it I kind prepared of, for it? Yeah. yeah. Sarah has no interest in the boys. She thinks they're all idiots. So there's that. <laughs> Yahtzee. Um, but know. my Thank parents. Thank goodness. Yeah, my uh, Aaron's parents, my husband's parents live his his dad lives less than two miles from us on the other side of town. So okay. it's nice to have him close. Yeah, my yeah. parents uh, live in Boston, where I was born and raised, and um, they only get to see us. I'd say once every year, maybe year and a half. Um, and for the for quite some time, a good ten to fifteen years before my brother got married, um, my kids were the only grandchildren because oh. I'm the my brother and I are the only kids in the family so um, that was hard that they yeah. couldn't be around to do all that and yeah. they my parents just recently got iPhones so my mother thinks nothing of facetiming me at 6am cuz <laughs> she's up so you know why not <laughs> but uh yeah yeah technology my mom's not a nerd parent at all and no. that's the downfall but uh yeah she'll she'll connect and check in with the kids but i think it's hard for them not to be close yeah. um but i think uh the God, iPhone, I hope, though, I is, hope I get 10 years before I have to worry about that. Yeah. Um, one of my ups is I went to see my, my dad this past weekend. Yay! And um, for pictures the, were awesome. Yeah. So for those that don't know, my dad um, is has been diagnosed with stage four lung cancer. And he's going through treatment. He's really positive, And he is, how should I say? He's a, he's a rocker. He's an old school, like, he was... 
in a band. Like I, as a kid, apparently didn't want to sleep. And my dad would just keep like, let me stay up and he would play music and I would just stay up until I fell asleep. Awesome. <laughs> so that's um, a classic rock guy. Yes, very much so. Leonard Skinner, his first concert he ever went to, uh, he, he will tell you this many times over, uh, Leonard Skinner, uh, Marshall Tucker Band and JoJo Gunn. That was his first concert, and it was in Kiel Auditorium in St. Louis. Wow! And so I I had uh, noticed that the Marshall Tucker Band was touring this summer, and so I got him backstage passes to meet the band, and we did that this past weekend, and it was really great because he had just come off of eleven. Um, he's doing radiation treatments. Ooh. And so he had just come off of that. So it was, um, but he, he was like, I'm going, I'm going, I'm doing this. And it was great. The band was amazing. I can't say enough nice things about the uh, Marshall Tucker band. Just amazing. They even posted his picture on their Facebook page. I'm like, oh, dad, cool. you're famous. <laughs> I know what that radiation treatment can do to your throat. And your dad was singing like a yeah, boss yeah. in some of those videos. Yeah, he was, uh. Yeah, it was just awesome, and it just was a great weekend, and I love my wow. dad, and I just, memory. yeah, it was, re- it was really fun, so uh, that was, it was a big up, it, you know, it's, it's a hard situation, and, and uh, it was just, it was, I really appreciate the band taking the time and all that, so, and, and it's super uh, cool, yeah, so that was my, that was my up, but there's, my, there's po- no downs now, You're yeah, to have no, downs I don't have any downs, like but um, what I wanted to say is that the iPhone has really transformed how Mateo interact interacts with my dad because my dad's in Missouri, we're in Arizona, so I forget sometimes that oh I can just take a video and send it to him, and so I have dozens and dozens of videos of Mateo going hi people hi people feel better people I love you people and we send it to him and it's adorable so so nice so it's like we're connected even though we're not right there and the technology is what makes this amazing right yeah, it's wonderful. So I think Colin and Mateo need to become Skype buddies. Oh, that would be so much fun. That would be so <laughs> much fun. Oh we get Will, we'll get Sam on there, we'll get Thaddeus oh, on. Oh my gosh, that would be adorable. Google Hangout for our children. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be great. That would be hilarious. Yeah. So, Carrie, you got any ups for me? Um, let me think. I, I, like I said, my husband's home on vacation and that has its upsides. You know, I don't get to see him a lot during the week. He's very, very busy. He uh, runs a, he's a vice president for a toy company. So he's extremely busy, travels a lot. Um, but it's nice to have him home for a week. He, he fell and smashed up his ankle. Oh no! So I've had him like on the couch, not moving. So he can't like disappear when he's home and do stuff. So that's been, you know, his, his stupidity was my win. So that was good. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say my only down for the week, uh, like I put in our show notes, getting three kids ready for back to school is horrible and mm-hmm. er, my yeah, that's expensive. Right. That's right. <laughs> Holy smokes. When I was in my Missouri. Kids in, my kids are in three different districts. Wow. So. Did they have the uh, no tax weekend? Cause they, yes. Okay. It was the first weekend in August. Yeah. And, um, of course, we didn't take advantage of it because we were doing something else. But we yeah, running around, my mom's always great. She sends the kids a gift card every year to go get school stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the first year Sarah's in high school. She's a freshman, so she doesn't know what she needs for supplies. So she's a little nervous about, you know, what that's going to entail, how many things is she going to have to buy. But she, And she enjoys it. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's be serious. For me, back-to-school shopping for school supplies is more about me. Yeah. Ooh, new pens. <laughs> let's get a notebook. Like, it's all about me. I love that stuff. Yeah, I do, too. 
I got to get the cool um, Trapper Keeper. Uh, yeah, Trapper Keepers and all that stuff. Do um, have Eden's Trapper Keepers? Eden's back to school involves making sure all of her prescriptions are filled and that she has new equipment as possible. Um, and she gets a new notebook every year, too, so I can keep in contact with her teachers. And this is the first year that Colin's going to school. He starts preschool. Oh, so. my goodness. Ooh. Yes, he's a big boy. And <laughs> he picked out a backpack that he wanted, and he wears it around the house full of Legos, and he's... He's very excited about school. So, and I am too because what kind of backpack he, did he get? He got a backpack from I'm going to even plug it. A place called I think it Oh god, I'm going to do it wrong too. It's called Garnet Hill, I think, online. And it's a gorgeous backpack and it came with like a free lunch little lunch container that matches it. And um he's oh, usually yeah. a kid who's into like Legos and Minecraft and stuff like that. This time he picked out a thing with skateboards all over it. Oh, cool. So it's very fancy. Oh, the Garnet Hill he kids. Says, I've never even heard of this. Yeah. Uh, it's very cool. Oh, and shit. um it wasn't it was not the cheapest backpack I've ever owned in my life, good God. But it was um it's very, very cute and it's appropriate for the hard thing about buying backpacks for someone his age is that if you buy what they call a quote-unquote toddler or little kid backpack it's usually just big enough for like a drink and a little change of clothes and like a snack so like if they were going to daycare and needed to bring something with them but when you start going to school they usually want you to have like a full-size um folder in there yeah yeah, yeah. so it's finding one that fits that isn't overwhelm the child like they're hiking nepal you know what i mean (laughs) so i had to try on a couple of different sizes and make sure it wasn't too overwhelming but he he's so excited does it have the little is it only backpack or does it have the little rolly thing on it Nope, it's just a backpack. Just a backpack. Um, but it's got it's got really thick padded straps, and it's designed to fit little torsos. And it's the cute. I'll take a picture of it. It's the cutest thing I ever did see. And he loves it. And he's I go to school like a big boy. And he's very yeah. excited that now when he goes to school, he knows that when he goes to the potty, we don't come out with our pants around our ankles, <laughs> and we stand up when we go tinkle. We don't sit because we're lazy. So he's very excited to try out his new skill set so- when it comes to the bathroom. So you, you see, I, if Mateo wanted to sit down and pee, I, I would be totally fine with that. I don't mind my concern. I don't mind when he does it here because I don't push him to do the opposite. But I did most of the potty training and I don't think it's so much a matter of fear. He's not afraid of falling in because yeah. he'll throw everything else in the free world. In the toilet <laughs> if you let him. I just think that he's just, well, that's how mommy goes potty. So that's yeah. what he thinks of. And yeah. he's seen, he's stand and watched Aaron pee before, which by the way is nothing short of intimidating. I, my, your son's just going to stand Mateo, here and watch you urinate, Aaron. Enjoy. Mateo just did that to Mark the other day yeah. for the first like, time. It's weird. I feel like I'm in the men's room. Like, we should have some distance between us. I don't know what's going on. So um, I think for him, it's a matter of I, I don't want him to run into some social situations yeah, with other kids yeah. his own age. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Like, yeah. if he doesn't, you know, maybe he's just out and go, or if he's at school and he goes to the bathroom where all the other boys are. Yeah. And, yeah. 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 I guess he couldn't pull out the article that says sitting down is actually better for you. Well, he's of the he's a nerd. He's got a nerd mom, so he could probably pull out like a tablet and make an excuse to sit down. But because that's what everyone else in this yeah, family right. does. Yeah, there Take you go. Devices to the toilet. But I think that he'll do I think yeah. he'll do fine. He's looking forward to it like this is what you do when you go to school like it's a school thing. Yeah. And um out here because the classes are relatively small, the teachers come to your house and spend some time with your kids the week oh, before school. So really? they're not nervous. Which oh, is pretty wow. cool. Oh, so yeah, great. so his teacher is supposed to come see him next week. So he's really excited to meet her and hang out with her and show her his room and kind of she'll get a feel for him and yeah. he won't be as nervous that first oh, day. That's awesome, yeah. and and he knows at least the teacher. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He knows her name is Mrs. Healy, 
And he's been practicing saying it. I'm Mrs. Healy. Miss Healy, please. Yes, ma'am. Like he's been practicing all week long. Mom, you pretend you're Mrs. Healy. Okay. So he's excited about it. Um, I think that he's ready to be with kids his own age. I do think he's going to be bored mm-hmm. um, because Colin is, you know, short of sounding like an incredulously um, uh, He's a bright little I don't even know the word to use. Conceited mom, maybe? No, He's super, super bright. Yeah. Yeah. Like, when he builds something, he looks at you and he goes, what shape is this? It's a parallelogram. Like, he's he's kind of, like, beyond the four-year-old age. And I think that, you know, when you color outside the lines, he goes, you made a mistake. (laughs) Like, you know, he's a little intense for a four-year-old. So I, But I think he's going to have fun. And I think what he's going to get out of it is the social stuff. Yeah. And... So, so that'll be good, and that's the 18th I bet you he August starts week. helping the other little kids. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so. that might be something that he um, – one of – well, when we get down to talking about apps, I have an app, and um, Mateo is now tracing his letters. He can, oh. write, he can write his letters. Like, nice. Dude, awesome. when did you learn how to do that? Because <laughs> he wasn't able – like, whenever he would get to the, that part of the app, he would always, mommy, mommy, and he would take my finger – to do all the tracing because he couldn't he couldn't follow the lines. And then all of a oh. sudden it was like, wait, <laughs> when did that happen? <laughs> yep. So it's amazing. Those apps are just crazy. Uh, do he has, does he have some of those like foam or cart or even wooden? Because Melissa and Doug make great products like that. Oh, the yeah. letters themselves because he'll be tracing those things on everything in the house. We have uh, the foam letters because um, yeah. I had them on floor mats. Mm-hmm. And uh, – the dog crapped on them, so Aww. Mark got really upset and threw a lot of them out. <laughs> but Aww. but a, a lot of the letters uh, stayed behind. Um, oh, gotcha. But they're all over the house. Uh, you can only spell short words now. We can only, got we can only spell. <laughs> it's so funny. We got like an M and an a. I think we have his name. We have Mateo, okay. um, and then some random other letters. <laughs> so I can spell like I could spell like uh, bug. <laughs> Oh, and that's about no. it. <laughs> but he will. He'll take those. He'll use his crayons, like trace all around those yeah. and color them in and yeah, all that he stuff. He hasn't done that yet, but I'll have to encourage him to, to, to do that. I didn't think about that. Okay. Uh, so how about you, Eric? Are you okay. going through the back to school stuff too? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, we, we're we probably going to start doing that this week, uh, gathering up everything we need to get Colette back to school for second grade. Oh, second grade. Um, that's exciting. But uh, I don't, you know, I don't really have a big up other than we're all still here and alive, and that's a good thing. <laughs> that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, status quo kind of stuff. I do have a down, and I'm trying to figure out how to tell this story. Um, <laughs> well, uh, you know how I don't know if you remember Thaddeus was having some issues with a yeast infection on his butt. Oh yeah, like yeah, a little I while remember back. that. Yeah. And we cleared that up, um, and with both medication and just. Advice from uh, the pediatrician, it's all cleared up. But occasionally it starts to uh, threaten to come back, and I've always been able to get rid of it. And one, the way I do it is what my pediatrician told me to do is to just let his butt air out. Mm-hmm. It's, the, it's the dry, the open air and the dry skin really just kind of clears it up. Mm-hmm. And one of the best times to do that is if he's just laying down for a nap and you just open up the diaper and leave it there. And, you know, it does its thing and it's easy and less likely he'll go running around the house peeing on everything. Right. So um, on Monday, <laughs> I put him down for a nap 
And uh, he, I opened up his diaper because it was starting to peak up a little bit, the, the, the yeast infection. Yeah, yeah. I come back a half an hour later. The poop. Well, yeah. Oh! <laughs> and here's the thing. If he had just like, if he had just like dropped a little poop because his diaper was still underneath him. If that was all it was, it would have been no big deal. I just, oh, okay, we'll just clean that up. Did you have a poop, baby? He found the poop. Oh, no! Oh, God, interpretive art. Oh, he no. He played with oh, the poop. No. Oh, no! Oh, God. That's it like my worst nightmare. Face, on his hair, on his clothes, on the bedding everywhere, on the crib, on the wall. Oh, God. Oh, God! It was like this image in my head that I can't get out. The home had her hard. I tried. You're like in you a corner. Need, like literal mind bleach right now. Yeah. You need like that. I, oh my. Like, you know, I need to sit in the shower. See, no saying, one tells you this stuff. <laughs> no one ever tells you this could happen. I've never had this happen before. Colette never did this. Thaddy, uh, so <laughs> I, I, I grabbed him and I took him directly to the bath. Yeah. And I watched him over and over and over. <laughs> and then again, and again. And then again. Um, how many, how and, many dry heaving? You see, I would be going, <laughs> Oh, it was, <laughs> I, I was close. It yeah. was so, um, just, I, and I apologize for telling this story. I know it's really gross, but that. <laughs> we are was, giving you a PSA here, folks. If you're not familiar with this, yeah, it can happen. Toddlers like poop, FYI. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it was so bad. And then the rest of the like next two or three hours just spent cleaning the aftermath. Like uh-huh. I got Thaddeus clean, I got him squared away, and then I just spent the oh, next buddy. two or three hours cleaning and Did wrecking. Just take a picture at least so you could like blackmail God, no. him, blackmail like, him down was, the road. <laughs> I was going to take a picture to send to my wife and saying like, "How was your day?" or something. <laughs> Um, but I decided I didn't want any record of this. I wish I could do away with the Instead, memory. Instead, you just want to tell them about it, you know, tell the story on a podcast that will yeah, be out there well, forever. I, I told this story on thir- on Tuesday's Mr. Mom, um, and I just, I'll just, <laughs> I'll just show him that one day. <laughs> uh, it's hard to take an iPhone picture when you're wearing a biohazard suit and gloves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, that, uh. that is the one thing that. Um, since Mark is a woodworker, he works with a lot of finish, so he has a lot of the he has the rubber gloves, the the blue gloves. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the nitrile, nitrile gloves. Yeah, yeah. yeah so we have them everywhere, and those have come in so handy so many yes. times. I can't. Yep. I, I recommend, especially if you're new parents, just you know, if you're just, at just Costco, pick up some gloves. Just pick up some gloves. You, That's not intimidating you at know, all. Good to like, have. They're like <laughs> yourself. three dollars, you know, for a pack of them or whatever. I think I think I might have to get my hands on a box from the place that I used to work. Not that I'm advocating stealing anyone, no. but just FYI. And I might be able to give them away. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody needs gloves at one yeah. point in the time. Yeah. Oh, we don't oh. we don't haven't never had the, the poop um freeform art thing here. Yeah, <laughs> never done that. Yeah. What Eden will do, um because you know, Eden being 12 and not having the neurological capability of like a six month old. She has no concept when she does anything that is mm-hmm. remotely physically up- offensive. She has no concept, but she will like puke in the middle of the night Oh, and yeah. just roll around in it and be like, la di da. And you go in oh. and you see her and you're like, what the, what, ha- what form of s- sorcery happened in here? Yeah. My child looks like, Oh, uh. Reagan from the exorcist. <laughs> she has no concept. None. Uh, so we actually, and this is a tip for some of the parents. See, this was an educational moment, not just gross. 
you, I make Eden's bed up with three sets of sheets, one on top of the other with pads in between. Oh. So if there's some kind of an incident at night, yeah. I can in a blind, uncaffeinated, asleep stupor, strip off a pit, set of sheets and throw them in the laundry and there's fresh that ones right underneath. Brilliant that is brilliant because not bad. I only do the one. So I have, I have multiple pads, which again, parents invest in them. Yep. Um, so I have a pad down and then I have um, the sheet, but I didn't think about layering them. Yes. Oh, you make a layer cake of laundry. It's fantastic. Oh, that's amazing. And the that's first time you do it, you're going to stand in the room and like high five yourself. <laughs> I am brilliant at three o'clock in the morning. Look what I did. <laughs> oh. And you look at the kid and you're like, go ahead, crap again. I got another one right under it. Go ahead. Have fun. Yeah. And then you immediately regret it going, oh, I shouldn't tempt fate. Yes, don't tempt fate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. exactly. Well, e- e- Eric, your down made me think of, of one of the downs that we recently had. Um, I'm sure he's going to hate that I'm talking about this, but sorry, Mateo, if you're listening to this when you're 16 years old or whatever. <laughs> um, so Mateo's uncircumcised and um, he had a little bit of an infection Ooh, and wow. it was the first time we ever experienced it. So... Um, and I know there's, you know, a lot of, there's the b- debate on to or not to uh, circumcise. Um, I fall, fell on the side of, I just don't want, I don't want to make that choice for him. So um, it's skin, it was put there. We're not religious. Why do I need to do that? So he made the same decision. So, um, but you know, it, infections happen. And, and that's what it ended up happening. It just was a little bit of an irritant. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can tell you from experience, do not put um, any kind of uh, uh, antibiotic on it because that oh. stings. Ah. Yes. Uh, you don't do that. Instead, use Vaseline or Aquaphor. So body tensed up just then. Yeah. So don't do that. Uh, but it, it cleared up really quickly after we put the Aquaphor on it. Um, That's good. Yeah. And, uh, you know, being first time parents, we were just wanting to make sure. So we did take them into the doctor and they pulled him, pulled it back. And they're like, okay, yeah, it's just a little bit of irritant. Nothing. Because he was peeing. I mean, those are the things you look for is, as long as the kid can still go to the bathroom and things like that. But it did was. Did they do a urine test on him? Um, yeah, they did. Yeah. Because yeah, it was the first we'll time he ever. That, yeah. The first time he ever peed in a cup. So oh. he was loving it. He's like, and he wanted to go. So after he peed in the cup the first time, because I sneaked it in because he didn't want to pee in it. So I'm like, okay, buddy, go to bath. Because he had to go to potty. I'm like, oh, well, let's just get a sample. And he didn't want to pee in the cup. So as he went to pee, I just sw- swooped in and <laughs> caught it. And then he, he was like, oh, that was fun. <laughs> and so about five minutes later, if we go back, he wanted to go back in and pee in the cup again. Let's do it again. That was fun. <laughs> So, yeah. It's like that thing they did when some urinals where they put like a, a sticker of a fly in there and suddenly all the urinals were all so much cleaner because all the guys wanted to just hit the, the pretend spider down there or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, did you hear about that? Mm-mm, so, yeah, mm-mm. it's fun to do. Yeah. He, Mateo has a, another little app that he, um, besides the, uh, the See Me Go Potty one, which is a more clinical kind of um, – instruction on how to go to the potty uh this one is more fun where you he can create his little character and they have games where the toilet <laughs> has all these little sponges and you pee on the sponges oh it's it's uh oh i'm 
I'm blanking on the name, um, but I'll I'll find it by the time we get to the games, and I'll 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 put it in the show notes. But yeah, it's an adorable little um, potty app. This really segment you... is taking a whole different turn. What yeah, do you throw on the toilet for your games? Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, and it has a little pee meter in the top corner, so the <laughs> little boy. So so you have to keep, um, you know, it's like target practice. And so it's just like peeing on all the little things, and it's a first person shooter. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, exactly. So. I'm really glad to hear that the the thing cleared up though cuz I've wondered about that with Thaddeus. It's uh he's we didn't have him circumcised either and it's you know I have no experience. So we're just waiting for we don't know what to wait for really. So to hear that it You'll seemed <laughs> um yeah, he's only just a, a year and a few months. So uh yeah. Hopefully, if anything like that comes up, it'll be as easy as it sounds like it was for yeah, you. Yeah, I think I was just more like, oh, God, what's, it's it's the first time this has happened, right? Right. So, um, and and Cleo, you mentioned something in the chat room about um, not retracting the foreskin yeah, forcibly. Yeah, I was told that. Never forcibly retract Never. So I, because I just stay away. I'm like, he's yeah, going to, no, I stay away from fine. it. Colin is circumcised. Um, I kind of felt for me the decision hinged on two things and i'm gonna you're gonna get a ton of email from people saying she didn't get educated guys i went almost went to medical school i'm good um for me it was i do not have the equipment i know how it works because i managed to get pregnant but i don't have the stuff so i left that decision in his father's hands i said i want to know how you feel about it and whatever your legitimate reasons are like i want to know what they are and if you feel like it's a necessity for him then let's go there so he decided that we would do that um, but yeah, forcibly retracting the foreskin in a toddler can be difficult um, and dangerous because they still may have some adhesions that could tear and scar and just make the problem worse. But well, doctors you, can can help you with that. Well, and yeah, and and doctors too. Um, they're on a baby center. There's um, a section of baby center, and there's a poster, Crunchy Frog. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why it sticks in my head. They're they, they're about giving some education about you know for you to make your own decision on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things I read was, um, doctors coming in forcibly. And and so when we went in early on, I'm like, don't you touch it. Don't you touch it. And she's like, okay, okay. I'm like, just don't touch it. It's fine. It's he'll, he'll mess with it when he's ready. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that a doctor would, any, any doctor worth their salt is going to respect your decision to do that. I believe. So. Yeah, it's, yeah, we struggle with recurrent, not recurrent urinary tract infections, but I understand like when you get an infection in that and you're in for both boys and girls, your first question is, how did it get there? Was there a foreign object put somewhere it shouldn't have been? Do we need to check your hands more often? Like that type of thing for, um, for Eden, she at one point had what we called a reflexive stage one kidney, which meant when she would urinate, she wouldn't void completely. So there would always be a little bit cause the spasticity of her muscles, a little bit of urine left in her bladder. And that was a place for bacteria to breed. And we had mm. no idea that any of that was going on until she happened to start getting UTIs. And for little girls, it was kind of like, you know, be careful in the bathtub, make sure that, you know, they're clean, wipe front to back. For her, it was just, she always had bacteria there. So she is actually on an antibiotic on a prophylactic basis. I mean, she takes a little bit every day mm-hmm. just to be sure that she's in a good place. And that you'll, you'll know when they get one, the pee starts to smell very, very bad. Interesting. Mm. Okay. Is it, it, it's a, 
That's how you'll know, really? That's how I know. Okay. When Eden's when Eden's diapers start to smell a little funky, I'll do one of two things. When I look at it, if they look dark in color, chances are she's dehydrated. So I'll give her a lot of fluids and see if it corrects itself. If it doesn't, if the if the urine lightens and gets very, very and very not cloudy at all, super clear, light in color, uh, and the odor is still there, it's usually because of a bacterial infection. Mm. So and then I just up her antibiotics for a week and she's fine. Yeah. So it works out pretty good. Well, I luckily, oh, I haven't had to experience a urinary tract infection yet. Yeah, and I've never had one myself, so I didn't even know. I had one I'd... one time, and it, holy wow. Yeah, I've heard Ooh, it's not fun. It's not fun at all. Mm. Um, all right, so do we I'd have... I'd like to apologize to the listeners for sending us on this trajectory. <laughs> <laughs> no, I bet you we're helping some people out. I mean, for, I for others, so. it might be old news, but... <laughs> This is the from the waist down episode of Nerd Pants. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, these are all things I've Googled every one of these topics that we were talking about. As you should. Yes, yeah. yeah. What you Google, do. Google is my friend. Um, all right. Well, let's move over into some toddler translations. This is, is uh, this is the fun part of the show where uh, you, the listeners, send us some clips in and we try to guess what your cute little toddler is saying. Um, and I have a couple. Um, I have one from Crystal or NerdMom13 on Twitter. And this is, I believe, if I can find it, the, I think it's her nephew. Yeah. And let's go ahead and listen to her nephew. All right, here you go. You ready? You ready, Carrie? I think Eric had to step away. Thaddeus needed him. I'll give it a shot. All right, right. here we go. Who are you? Um, I got an Omega. Yay! (laughs) Did you get guess it? No, I have no idea. I'm I'm trying to think. It sounds like something I should know, though. Yes, you should definitely should know. Who are you? Um, I got an Omega. Oh, I know it. What is it? I'm Captain America. That's right. (laughs) Yay! That's adorable. Who are you? Um, I got an America. Yay! I love it. It's so cute. (laughs) And then uh, we have uh, an. I got an email from Alan and Mercedes. This is. Uh, their daughter, um, Nix, and I'm not going to tell you what what uh, she's saying, but it's a YouTube video, so hopefully I won't. There's no ad in front of this, but we'll see how it goes. Let's see here. Oh, she's so cute. Did you get that? I missed it. What? Oh, that's a loud one. <laughs> oh. I feel like I need a like a. Can you spell it for me? Like, <laughs> I need a. It's a, it's a food. It's guy. a food. It's a food. Oh, I think I got it. What is it? For it. Mac and cheese. Yes, mac and cheese. Yay! <laughs> what? Wow! Took a few times. So that was, that was Nick's. Oh, it's so cute. There's a little video of her playing. So thanks so much for uh, sending that in, Alan and Mercedes. Uh, 
I love all these little toddler translations. I don't know if you uh, saw um, Mark while I was gone over the weekend. He was putting up all kinds of videos on Facebook, and he put up, I guess they were reading the Star Wars ABC book. Oh, nice. And uh, let me see if I can find it real quick. So cute. And um, let's see, Mark. Uh, Mateo is starting to read the book with Mark. Oh, good. And uh, yeah, let's see. Here it is. It's so cute. It's the it's the ABC book. E A A can be bubble fat. My pigs. You skipped a few, buddy. That's so cute. No, you skipped a lot. See. P P P What's D? D. Delfeeder. <laughs> What's E? E walk. F. Fitness. He gets What's H? G. H. I shall. Oh, shot first. Too cute. It was cracking me up. I mean, he was just like on a roll. Dafido. Dafido. So I love that little book. It's so cute. That's awesome. Those are some of my favorites. I couldn't get mac and cheese, but I got everything to Mateo's I just totally renewed my nerd card. Yay. So um, if you have any uh, toddler translations you would like to send in, you can send them directly to me at nerdparents at gmail.com. That's the best way for me to see them and um, inventory, I guess, <laughs> tag them so I don't forget them as they, as they come in. So uh, thanks to everyone uh, that sent in um, clips for me. I loved it. We love it. It's awesome. Those are fun. Yeah, they're a lot of fun. Always oh, fun. Um, we also have some family game night suggestions. So, uh, Eric, you want to kick us off? What have you guys been playing? Sure. Um, Colette played another game that isn't Minecraft. And Yay! It's- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, uh, she played this game that I know you guys, or I know you, Nicole, like. Um, it's called Thomas Was Alone. And it's. Oh, I a- love this game. Yeah. Yes. It's a little puzzle. Or not puzzle It's a, oh yeah, puzzle platformer. You play as these shapes, and you're just side-scrolling around. You're jumping around from platform to platform. And eventually you meet another shape. Like, you're a square, and then you find a rectangle. And you can switch between square and rectangle, or a bigger square. And switching between all the different shapes and jumping around is how you kind of figure out how to get from one place to the next. And during all this... There's a narrator who's telling this really, really kind of great story it's a about wonderful story. Yeah, um, about these shapes with all these names. The first one named Thomas, and um, the whole time you're playing, you're getting this great story that's really well narrated. Um, yeah. And Colette yeah, likes it. She's. Yeah. I, I feel like I feel like I'm really I'm really excited about this time for Colette because she's been. Finding now that she's more able to play video games, she's almost eight years old. She can finally figure out. What, do you hear Thaddeus? It's okay. Yeah, he's excited. <laughs> he's excited about Thomas's alone. Yes, video games. Uh, he loves to play with the PS3 controller. He doesn't know what he's doing, but he loves to push the buttons. <laughs> um, but yeah, she's she's finally where she can play 
video games that aren't just uh, iPhone games. Right. Not that there's anything wrong with those. They're great. But she can, you know, there's a whole new world of video games open yeah. to her now. And so it's it's exciting to see. And so she's been playing this one. And it's a great game. It's it's If you have like a 7 or 8-year-old and you're not sure what they might want to play or what might be appropriate, mm-hmm. there's nothing inappropriate about this game. It's, it's not like so too hard. Um it's a great game. Totally it gets worth- harder as, as I mean, I've, I've yeah. played this. Is she playing it on the iPad or is she played it on? Uh, PlayStation 3. See, I'm playing it on the iPad. I love it on the iPad. Is it, I haven't tried it on that. It's, I really, really enjoyed it on the iPad. Cool. Um, and I I think I'm almost done with it. And I'm, I'm actually, I, I've already beat the level once and then it didn't save correctly. And I had to redo it. I'm like, dang it, I don't want to redo this level. <laughs> So I'm kind of stuck on this level because I'm I'm just like annoyed that I have to redo it again. <laughs> I hate when that happens. I hate it too. But a really great game. That's awesome that she's enjoying it. Yeah, she likes that. Um, our uh, friend Kim Price, um, who I do Lays of Leet with and who was on the episode last, she backed that game. Oh, did she? And oh, wow. Um, it was, I think, an Indiegogo game. And I think her two boys have characters in the game. Oh, no kidding. I haven't yet met them. But, um, yeah, there should be uh, some shapes named Cody and, uh, oh, I, bl- I blinked on her other son's <laughs> name. Oh, uh, but, yeah, her two sons' names uh, should be in the game. I've been trying right. to find them. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. She's, uh, she's in the credits. I, kn- I know that. So that's really cool. Fun game. What, yeah, watching Colette play makes me want to play it again just, like, from the beginning. Did to you hear finish the whole it? story. Oh, I, I almost finished it, and then I got distracted by other games, and this was a while ago, which happens. Yeah, and then, it happens. And then it's one of those games that I just happen to have, and my daughter's like, what's this? And I'm like, oh, yeah, that game. Play yeah. it. It's fun. Yeah. Carrie, do you have any fun games for us or anything? I have, been- I have one, and it's actually one for a little bit of an older uh, kid group, but the little ones watch. Uh, Sarah has been – We all, a couple of us got new iPads, and we've been downloading everything we can find. And um, Sarah and Aaron and I actually play against one another, not at the same time because it's not how the game is formatted. There's an iPad game called Hexiled, hmm. H-E-X-I-L-E-D. It's free on the App Store. And it basically is um, – how to explain this? Um, picture a hexagon, six-sided shape. Mm-hmm. They're all kind of across the screen in a honeycomb pattern all over the place. And there are letters in each one. And you have to spell a word in order to break the hexagons. So, like, if you spelled T-H-A-N-T, those four hexagons would break because you spelled a four-letter word. You have a time limit to get yourself out from the center of the map by spelling words, chain one after the other, based on the hexagons that are around you. So Sarah's been doing that and kind of getting caught up in it. So you're like, you do that, and then maybe somewhere on the fringe of the of the hole that is left by the word that, there are other letters you can start with. And you can go in other directions and make loops and all this stuff, but all the letters have to connect. So it's really fun, and Sarah's uh, Colin's been sitting next to her. And he'll see three letters together, and he'll go, cat! And she'll say, can't use it, it's not long enough. But yeah. it's cute, because she'll see that... He's learning to spell different stuff just by watching her. She'll say, okay, well, let's start with cat. Let's see if we can find other letters to add to it. And you can hear her talking to him about it. And it's super, super oh, cute. And awesome. they're having a good time with it. I love it. It's a great time sink when you're sitting on in a doctor's office or something. But Definitely. Ex- Exiled is a good time. Has she, has she tried puzzle juice yet? 
I don't know. She um, actually gets an iPad for school. They um, give them out to the kids. If you're in 10th grade or above, everyone gets a MacBook at the beginning of the year. And if you are in 9th grade or 7th grade or 8th grade, you get an iPad too. So she's waiting to get her iPad. And they pre-install some games. They don't give the kids, obviously, free reign mm-hmm. of the App Store. But they pre-install some of the cute um, more educational fun stuff for mm-hmm. the kids. And I think that depending on how her grades are, they give them some leeway with the ability to download oh, a game of their choice at neat. a certain, for at least for a certain time. Yeah. So I will have her look that one up and see if it's something that she wants yeah. to put on her ad when uh, she gets into it. It's $1.99, but it's, it's an interesting game because it is Tetris meets um, like a word search Ooh. meets bejeweled oh it's it's wild like you have so many things that you're managing so you're managing the blocks as they're coming down and if you can get all the same color you can um expose the letters underneath it or if you get just a row of colors and they can be all kinds of colors exposes the letters and then once you get your letters that's when you spell your words and then when you spell your words it busts the blocks around it too it's a pretty oh, cool game. It's a cool game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's definitely... that up. That and uh, we were just talking before the show started, um, the Bonza game. And that one's... Oh, Bonza's fun. That one's free. And that one is kind of... Well, how would you describe it, Eric? It, I mean, uh, it's like It's crosswords. like as if you took a, uh, a crossword puzzle that's already finished and then you cut it into like five or six pieces and pulled those finished pieces apart... And you have to figure out how to puzzle them back together. And yeah, and and, and each pu- each group has a theme. Right. So all the words fall into the th- theme. So there was one. It was um, F blank, and you, <laughs> and so you they didn't tell you what it was, but it turns out all it was index ring um, middle. So they're all fingers. Oh, and so it all kind of matches together. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, so that's a that and that one's free, and you can buy um, packs for that one, or at least it was free. It might it might be ninety nine cents now, but it's it's a fun fun game. So so we have self involved reminder note to my host: it's almost Diablo time for the PS4. Just throwing that out there. Oh, Oh, that's right. Is that right? Yeah. When's that coming out? Pretty soon. (laughs) I'm excited. Sorry. <laughs> is is Sarah going to play with you? You think? Oh yes. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, yes. Yep. We'll all go down there and play Diablo when the little ones have gone to bed. Yep. We're oh, gonna that's have a great cool. Time. Cool. Um, so, at the top of the show, I was talking about that potty app, and I found it. It's called Me Me of uh, Is it Me Iffy Potty? It's Me Iffy Potty Star. <laughs> I don't know why they named it Me Iffy, <laughs> but yeah, it's Me Dash I F Y Potty Star. And you create your little potty star. <laughs> and then they have all these fun little interactive potty games and potty songs and reward charts and potty training tips. And it's $1.99. Mateo, he loves the little games in it and he sings the songs. I got it. It's not me iffy. It's Miafy. Oh, is it Miafy? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so like you're the potty star. Oh, so Miafy. You get to do it. Me get to do it. You know. I like me iffy better. Me iffy. I don't know. That's Don Cheeto. <laughs> Hey, it wouldn't be a show unless I butcher some some name or something. Uh, um, oh, it was created by the producers of PBS Kids. 
I didn't oh, realize hi. that. There you we go. Love PBS Kids yeah. in this house. Oh, I love it too. The app, the free app is just, oh, I love yes. that app too. Amazing. And then um, Mateo's also been playing a lot of an app called Bugs and Bubbles. Ooh. And this one is really fun because, I mean, what kid doesn't love bubble, bubbles? So, yeah. and you get, and the way they've constructed the app, when you hit the bubble, it pops and they have little bugs. <laughs> like on the opening screen, there's like a little ladybug. And if you hit the ladybug, he falls, he goes, <laughs> it is so funny. But there's a ton of games in this one. And the one in particular that kind of blew me away was Mateo. Actually, the it's, um, you know how glass is when you put your breath against it and you mix a fog and you mm-hmm. write on it? It's like that. So it's a foggy window and there's a fly that you're following and tracing and making the letter. So you're... Um, writing out the entire alphabet in this kind of foggy uh, window in the app. And it's really clever. And then there's, you know, match games and then counting games. It's full of games. And it's one of of the go-tos for for Mateo, and it's grown with him. So when he was younger, he only – he only comprehended a few of them. Now he's, he's getting older, he's mastering them, and it's ex- so it's growing with him. It wasn't like a one-time when he was that age and, it, and he got bored of it. It's, it's something that he goes back to all the time. It's one of his, his favorites. So highly recommend Bugs and Bubbles. That's cool. Yeah, I'll put a link in the show notes. I think, yeah, I only see it on the uh, App Store. I don't see it in Google Play. Um, but... Uh, that's that's where it is in iTunes. Uh, two ninety nine, totally worth it. Lots of play on that one. All right, uh, we also get an email from Veronica. She sent an email in uh, to us using our contact form over at nerdparents.com. and she says, uh, "Hello, nerd parents. Have you ever wondered how we could use full power of video games to empower students in the learning process?" Uh, they're running a, she's running a Kickstarter campaign and they're almost to their goal of 50,000. And when she wrote this, it was five days. It's actually three days now. So I went over to Kickstarter and, uh, watched the video and they are World of Warcraft players that have taken that concept and put it into a learning kind of environment. So they're building like this, interactive they're they're called biodomes and it's a lot of science and uh well here's here's the video and i'll play a little bit of it so you can get a an idea of it um it's called taito again butchering the name (laughs) online (laughs) uh i'm sure they'll say it so here we go technology and innovation fails to prevent a now ongoing evacuation of earth billions of people have already been evacuated to planets and faraway galaxies including the player Gameplay begins when the player awakes from cryosleep, having been recruited by Taito Academy, Taito. which only accepts the best and brightest as pupils. As new Titonians, players will have to explore new worlds and learn everything they can about Earth and its history in a mission to restore humanity's former home. So, on our futuristic planet, uh, we brought over from Earth multiple different types of species and plants 
to help preserve some of the ecosystems. We have a gigantic canyon that we're building biodomes inside to house all these very separate ecosystems. Within these biodomes, the students will be able to play missions and quests to help out the local scientists further learning about the systems. These biodomes are massive, so we're starting off with just three. So yeah, I thought it was just a really cool idea. Um, they're at 43,000 right now, and uh, they're taking like the quest concepts of collecting, and but they're instead of it just being kind of fantasy lore, they're actually educating kids on different environments, plants, and and the whole mission is to help the scientists. And then as you're helping, you can start creating your own biodome, kind of like a Minecraft field, right? Where you're building your own thing and putting plants and everything in it. So I thought it was a neat, neat little project that I thought I would mention. And Sounds so, cool. Yeah. Cool. So cool. online learning. So you can head on over. Uh, let's see. If you just... Um, if you go to Kickstarter and just type in T-Y-T-O, you'll find it. It's uh, you got three days left. They're almost to their goal. They're um, roughly seven, it's 6,000, 7,000 short. Um, and yeah, check it out. They have a whole bunch of rewards, of course. And it looks like, um, see along, I think it's the $50 levels when you uh, get the digital um a game. I think that's what, see, that's what I look for. I'm like, when do I get the game? <laughs> Where's the game? So I'm not sure. Anyway, either way, um, check it out. And, uh, yeah, thanks Veronica for letting us know. Uh, all right. So let's do and uh, get into some solicited advice. We have a, a ton of emails and, uh, we have uh, a lot of these, um, have been sent in, uh, I have a few recent, but I have some that have been sent in a long time. So uh, we're getting around to some of our, our older emails. Um, we have one from Nora that I we have been sitting on for a long, long time. And I think, Carrie, you even wrote Nora, but um, I guess the email bounced back. Yeah, I got a little bit of bounce back. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I thought, Nora, if you're still listening, uh, I hope hopefully... Um, this gets to you. Uh, she says, hi, nerd parents. I have a five month old son, Xander, who was born at 30 weeks. He had a rough start in the NICU, but since coming home has been thriving. He was born at the beginning of cold and flu season. So we've been on lockdown and limited visitors to just grandparents. We wash and sanitize our hands raw because the NICU nurses told us the dangers of Xander getting sick this young. Well, we've j- we have just about a month of hibernation left, and I'm both excited and scared. I wanted to introduce him to our friends and family and take him out into the world, uh, but the thought of people touching him makes me so anxious. I want to find a way to live our lives and be careful and safe. Any tips? Thanks, Nora. Oh, my gosh, Nora. I relate to this email so much, <laughs> and I think, Carrie, you do too. Yep. <laughs> so do you want to – Do you want because um, yeah, I know you wrote her. I take a crack at that yeah. um, from a couple of different – aspects. You know, I, I have a child who is uh, immunologically compromised as well. So she is a risk. Um, when she gets sick, she gets sick really, really hard yes. and really, really fast. So I understand the anxiety of taking her out around the others yes. who may do some kind of immunological damage. And you can, you can go down the road of people who vaccinate and people who don't. Um, there are reasons for doing so and there are reasons for not. Um, I am a massive, massive fan of vaccination because yeah. I think it's our social responsibility to protect people who can't protect themselves. Me too. Like 
young children, the elderly, and uh, people well, the, in, with a special needs profile who can't protect themselves. Well, so, the ones with com- um, that actually have compromised immune systems, they can't get yeah, them. Yeah. yeah. I have a girlfriend whose husband is an anesthesiologist in a big hospital in Winnipeg, and she will not let friends, her kids have playdates with people who aren't immunized because the chance of her husband taking that back to the population, it's just, it's too much. Mm-hmm. So um, we did, I think when Sarah was born, I think there's, when you're a new parent, I think there's a lot of, you know, oh, everybody gets a squirt of antibacterial on their hands. And they <laughs> yeah. encourage that in the hospital. Whenever you go into a NICU or you go into an ICU unit, you yeah. wash your hands first. Yep. And that's just the smartest and easiest way for us to control the spread of disease in, in, in a industrialized nation. And that's something we should do anyway. Right. Um, but I think that I can understand the fear of after having somebody instill in you, this is what can go wrong. That that could go wrong if you have a child who's in the hospital with a broken arm. They can get MRSA. I mean, you can get you can get all kinds of things from all kinds of places. I think when you are comfortable with the way you've parented, don't for one second, Nora, and I'm not saying this as a parent who's accusing you of having unsavory types around. Don't think for one second he hasn't been exposed to stuff like that anyway, mm-hmm. because we breathe air and air carries things and air goes in and out of homes and there's only so much that you unless you live in the bubble you're not you're not going to protect him from everything and i think as long as you just take yeah. the standard precautions encourage people to hand wash be don't be afraid to be vigilant with people about that hey i'd love to, i'd be happy to let you see my son but i really need you to wash your hands first he's a little fragile and we're a little concerned yeah, and we, that should be as far as it should need to go and anybody who gives you crap about it doesn't need to touch your son exactly uh, I was in the exact same boat as Nora. Um, I'm. I, I. I hope by the time she's hearing this, she did venture out <laughs> because. Yeah, I hope so too. Unfortunately, I let that fear kind of rule us for a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't really do or go anywhere for over a year um, because I just had. I mean. I'm just afraid. And in hindsight, I'm like, wow, I just really just dropped off the planet. And that was good for him when he was in that really uneasy state. But um, it wasn't until he started, uh, until we got him into daycare that I was like, oh, my gosh, we had a good, <laughs> no no colds yeah. or anything like that. And, and yeah. when we put him in daycare, it was like, it was all over. It was, we were all sick. And, and. And like um, our good friend Dan, who's been on the show, who's a, a pharmacist, he's like, you're, you're building his immune system. It's a good thing. Mm-hmm. But um, one of the things that um, I heard early on was um, be mindful of the antibacterial soap. Yeah. Um, and I didn't realize kind of the science behind that and how it, it's actually too much of it is is not a good thing. And it seems like they're pulling that out more like I guess people are becoming more and more aware of it so I, yeah. t- I tend to stay away from antibacterial soaps so I don't I use antibacterial soap as long as it has triclosan in it I will use it and I make sure that I wash my hands for a, you know mm-hmm. I whenever I taught my kids when you wash your hands you should be able to sing the alphabet song not on fast forward but for a good, you know, yeah. A, B, C, and make a game out of it for yourself. Yeah. That's how I get them to brush their teeth, too, when they're little, too. Oh, awesome. Do the alphabet with a mouthful of toothpaste. When you're done and I can understand you, yeah. <laughs> then you can spit. Uh-huh. But um, 
yeah, you gotta make washing your hands is one thing. Washing your hands at per, uh, the way you should, yeah. the proper procedure is something else. I work in in a medical lab for years. I am very aware of how long I need to wash my hands because that's what I had to do. For, I was around you know infectious disease for a long time, so yeah. I needed to be sure that I was not bringing that home to my family. Yeah. And you're not gonna necessarily. I'm not gonna be immunized against some things because some stuff you know it's in my work environment. It's not in my home environment, and I know that I wasn't thinking. Mm, let's get a big smear of that and bring it home to the kids to improve their immune <laughs> system. You know, it wasn't that type no. of thing. But there's there's a lot of things that you could got to be aware of too. The the antibacterial, the gels that people leave out, the Purells, yeah. don't use anything under 70% alcohol because it's not as effective. Gotcha. So you can buy, you can get cheap stuff that's cute and smells pretty, but it, if it's only got 65% alcohol, it, it may not kill all the things right. that you need it to. I got those wipes. It's, it's like everything else. It's everything in moderation, you know? Yeah. You're... Your kids are going to get old enough. They are going to want to venture outside. Um, there I are some dirt. culturals. <laughs> there are some cultural things. Um, we have some Korean. In uh, I have some mar- relatives by marriage that are Korean, and um, they don't bring the baby outside for a hundred days. Really? That's something huh. that they do now. Huh. Again, that's they. Uh, they told me it's a Korean thing. They could have just been pulling my chain, but I do know that there are some cultural standards. Some people they don't take the baby out for a while. Right. Um. That's okay too. But your kids are going to eventually get outside. I don't think that you're. I don't. I don't want you to get to the point where you are. The minute you you hear the front door creak, you hear the doom and gloom music in your head, and all you can yeah. see in the air outside is a fog of spores, and yeah. they're out to get your baby because that's <laughs> yeah. not the way no, it is. No. Um. I think as long as you are safe and you take all the precautions available, you're going to find that your level of, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, is going to relax Mm -hmm. as the kids get older. And the bottom line is you are your baby's advocate. Nobody else is going to protect that baby as much as you and your partner. So if 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 you don't speak up, no one else is. Yes, absolutely. And if you're uncomfortable, it's okay. So... For me, I needed a year in my bubble yeah. <laughs> for me to be okay. And, and Nicole, you had struggled with, you know, getting having Mateo. Yeah. So that yeah. And it, it didn't certainly didn't help your anxiety. No, it like, didn't. <laughs> I don't want to screw this up. I I like it's my, it could be my one and only shot. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And that's not going to help. And I think that as much as pediatricians want us all to feel comfortable in our shoes as parents, at least the good ones do, there's definitely, I think there can be some... Um, passive aggressive fear mongering yeah. among some of them. Yeah. Don't take them out. You'll <laughs> yeah. expose them to yeah. the thing. Okay. But I've got to take them to see you in three weeks. Yeah. Okay. Like, well, you know, how am I supposed to get to you? You know, yeah. if I you're not comfortable with your pediatrician because you feel like they really pressure you to do something you're not ready for, find a new pediatrician. Yeah. You got to not only find a new pediatrician, you got to find a pediatrician that you can say anything to. Mm hmm. Go right to him and go, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I'm really nervous. Am I in a bad place? How do you feel about this? Yeah. Get get right on there and talk to your friends and family and but it's your baby and you'll make you will make the right decisions for your families and the ones the rec- Nope. We lost her. We lost Carrie. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the curse of the dropping happened. Uh, she was going on a good, I know. She had a good thing going there. She's probably still talking to us too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I will say that since uh, Xander was in the NICU, I, I know this isn't how this is how it worked in Arizona. We actually got into a program where we had a NICU nurse come to our house um, frequently. Really, and it was her that made me realize, like we weren't doing certain things, <laughs> like. 
and, and just kind of coming out of our own heads. I think right. that's Mark and I just got caught up in our own heads and a sure. lot of it and fear. It's understandable. And, yeah, I mean, so I, I could see how anyone could be. I probably would too. I mean, give if it, if I was in Nora's or your situation, I can't see why I wouldn't have done the same thing. Yeah. Um, but I think I think Carrie's advice is good as well. Yeah. I think it's smart to if once they're once they're comfortable to finally let them. Uh, you know, take the steps of exploring the outside yeah. world in in ways that you're comfortable yeah. with. Nora, you know? if you're if you are listening to us, write us write write me at nerdparents at gmail dot com and and let us know how you're doing. We'd love to get an update from you. So I think anytime your kids are sick, yeah. that that next step out into the world of what you quote unquote normal, what you're used to, what you live, where there's no sick kid that you're kind of brain focusing on at the moment. That's really hard for yeah. anybody, for any parent. I don't care if your kid's 38. It, when you know your kid has been sick and they've got to go back out into that world that doesn't care about them the way you do, yeah, it's scary. And yeah. you're afraid that you're going to do the wrong thing by telling them it's okay to do so. And I I'm, I totally and 100% understand that fear. When Eden came out of the hospital after being in a coma this winter, horrified. Don't touch her. Don't breathe on her. I don't want to break her. I don't know what's going to set her off. When is she going to have seizures again? Back in a coma? Is she ever going to come out? I mean, all of that goes through your head. And then you take a deep breath and Mm -hmm. you go, it's going to happen if it's going to happen. And I'll deal with it when it happens. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Hang Uh, in there, Nora. You'll do, you'll do fine. Yeah. Do great. You'll be fine. And then uh, we got an email from January. She says, hi, guys. I really love the show. Wanted to share how we try new foods in our uh, new food things in our house. We have a fruit of the week that is chosen during grocery shopping. And it's usually a different fruit, dragon fruit, star fruit, figs, different types of plums, etc. One meal for dessert. The fruit gets cut up into a bunch of slices and we all try a piece. Some things are devoured. Others are not. But we, we all tried it and talk about it. Uh, talk about what we liked and didn't like. This has been this has mainly been fruit, but it works on veggies as well. We've had also had an apple tasting and pear tasting, different varieties of apples and pears all at one time. You get different flavors and textures. It was a lot of fun, and now I know what kind of apples I like. Honeycrisp, if you care. Oh, January, I love Honeycrisp. Those are my favorite. <laughs> oh, I love them. That and Fuji. Those are my two favorites. Um, I'm sure you had a lot of feedback on this. I just wanted to share what we've done. Uh, please keep make, making this great podcast, January. And her two little girls are 10 and 7. So I like that. A fruit of the week. Yeah, I think that's a great that's idea. A, yeah. The more you can you can engage the kids as opposed to just here. being like, here's for food. I'm forcing it on you. Eat your food. Yeah. 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 It's, it's like, this is what we're doing. Check it out. Isn't this, yeah. you know, that's that's a great idea. That's engage great idea. them. Engage. Like Star Star Trek. We try to do that during the summer. We do that at the um, city market when I tend to get down to Kansas City. We have a great farmers market, and that's a lot of fun. I need to I'll explore. Say, Go ours. find something that sounds interesting. Come back and tell me about it. Yeah, and it, it works good. Now, clearly, I don't like call and wander off into the city, but I mean, it's great with the older <laughs> kids. You know, Sarah will go off and come back and go. This is bizarre, and I'll say, "Do you want to get one?" And she'll go, "Yeah, I kind of do." All right, well, get one and give it a shot for two bucks. You know, why not? What the heck? We have a um, a lot of um, Mennonite people who come to our, and they bring amazing baked goods. And mm. one of the guys is a bee handler, and he brings tons of different flavored honeys. Mm. And he puts them in, like, the little straws, and the ends are sealed. So I can spend three bucks on, like, 12 honey straws, and the kids are, I play a game, you know, tell me what kind it is. So <laughs> it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot I of fun. Play. It's a good idea, January. It works. 
Um, we also have an email from Kirsten. I, I hope I pronounced her name correctly. She said, thanks from a teacher. She says, hi, ladies and gentlemen. Uh. I really enjoy listening to you, and I wanted to thank you for what you do. I'm not a mom, but a teacher and a big nerd. I, I love to combine these two things, and I'm very luck, lucky with my Minecraft and PlayStation a living. Uh, a, did I, am I reading this right? I'm very lucky with my Minecraft and play, PlayStation living uh, 11-year-old students. Yeah, I like d- the students she, live to play Minecraft meant. and PlayStation. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, on a bit of a side note, uh, I would love to be a mom, but unfortunately I have... Uh, how do you pronounce that, Carrie? Ehlers-Danlos. Ehlers-Danlos syndrome, which affects my muscles, including my organs. Listening to you makes me feel like I'm a part of a mom group. I know this sounds a bit silly, but I really enjoy that. So thank you. Big hug from a Dutch girl living in Ireland. So I just wanted to I wanted to read your, your, your email on the show and say thank you for listening. Yes. And big hugs to you, too. Aww. So That's awesome. Yeah. That was my awe moment. Yeah, that's, that's made that, was my, that was my mm-hmm. awe moment, too. So, um, go teachers. We love teachers. Uh, we also have an email from Matthias. He says, hey, guys, first off, peanut butter is dreadful. And to top it off with jam, yuck. Oh, no. <laughs> but that's what I think. <laughs> a phobia is easy to get over with professional help. Um, <laughs> cognitive cognitive I, uh, yeah I'm just, sorry that be- was a funny word to lose it off <laughs> I know right <laughs> cognitive behavioral therapy CBT is a, is great for handling phobias I got rid of a spider phobia my mother gave me in six sessions and it ended up with me cuddling with a huge spider oh my god nope, burn. burn it down Matthias 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 braver person than I am oh my gosh uh, the thing Scott Johnson talked about not remembering phone numbers. Uh, this was so Scott was on an episode quite a, quite a while back. I need to get him back on the on the show. He says our brains are lazy. If not exercise, why should it care? You need to exercise your brain to keep it fit for whatever is going to happen next. A great way to exercise a brain is by remembering phone numbers, simple math, Sudoku, or anything that challenges your brain. Don't let it become lazy. <laughs> <laughs> Matthias. So, see, have you? I mean, I haven't really looked into CBT therapy or anything. I don't feel like I have any huge phobias, but I guess if I did, I would definitely look into a way to to take care of them. Sure. Yeah. I think they use CBT for people that have OCD as well. Really? Obsessive compulsive disorder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They they kind of sit down and they work with you know like what what do you what are you doing this for what's your reasoning behind it let's let's how bad would it be if your hands got just a little bit dirty for instance mm. i mean that's just one of right, right. different types of ocd but like you know how that what would happen what is the what's the end game there what's your anxiety level at are you at an 8 or a 9 okay let your hands get a little dirty sit there for 30 seconds see what you think of it right and it's kind of an exposure to the you know the thing that scares you the most and helps you kind of realize that maybe it's not as scary as it was now spiders no blowtorch <laughs> bye-bye no no sorry fire um which is you know which is actually kind of funny because when i was in college i went to the amazon rainforest for six weeks and did some government work and i saw spiders as big as dinner plates and i was fascinated Small yeah. house spider. Oh my god! All the national guard can't have anything to do with that. No, the thing. big one. The big ones always get me. Oh yeah, oh. it just looks at me. Oh. Yeah, yuck! With all those eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Scott would be great to have back on, particularly now that he's going to be a father-in-law. I soon. know, yeah. right? You have to get him on the show soon. Yeah, uh, if he remembers. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. So I think that does it for a show. Yay. Uh, thanks, everybody, for writing in. Um, if you would like to uh, send us an email or maybe an app or game suggestion, uh, you can head on over to nerdparents.com and click on the contact button. Or if you just want to email me directly, it's nerdparents at gmail.com. Uh, we're all on Twitter. Um, nerdparents has a Twitter account as well as I'm at Nicole Spag. Carrie is at Coffee Please. It's uh, PLZ. Yes. <laughs> since, <laughs> since you couldn't probably get the whole. Please no, I couldn't. And I may be trying to change that up and see if I can get it to Cleo some, or something. Something oh, that people fun. would know me yeah, from. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, Eric's at uh, Eric Mahler. Um, and, and Mr. Mom Daily, too. Yeah, yeah Mr. Yeah. Mom Daily. Mr. Mom Daily, where you can get a daily dose of Mr. Mom, me, Eric. Of me rambling. <laughs> I like your podcast. It's, Thank you. It's a nice too. little five-minute, oh, how's Eric doing? <laughs> I'm doing this. Eric's covered in poop, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what I'm doing. Uh, also, we'd like to thank Alpha Geek Radio for letting us stream this live. Uh, we do this. We try to do it um, consistently on Wednesday, but Wednesday was pretty hard for everyone, so we moved it to Thursday, so we had a little unexpected recording today. Um, but alphageekradio.com, you can listen to all kinds of awesome frog pants shows, and sometimes they stream live, sometimes they're recorded. But yeah, it's, it's a cool place. Uh, also, choremonster.com, uh, we want to thank them for sponsoring this episode. If you didn't hear at the top of the show, uh, a lot of people have been asking, when's the Android app coming out? Their Android app is out. Yay! So if you have an Android phone, if you have a Windows phone, or if you have an iOS phone, you can get Chore Monster on all of those devices. Uh, head on over to choremonster.com for all the details and set up your uh, your free account. Uh, and I think that does it for a show. Sweet. There, there we go. Thanks. Some poor, poor Nora probably heard the poop story and is off bleaching the house down. She's, so, <laughs> she's nervous now. I'm so sorry, it's Nora. coming from inside the house. <laughs> I think, Eric, you uh, named the episode. Oh, Good dear. job. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks so much for joining us, everyone. Thanks, everyone, in the chat room. Uh, we're over at the Frog Pants IRC chat room. Um, if you go to nerdparents.com slash live, you'll find all the details of when you can hang out with us and how you can get into that chat room if you're curious. Uh, so we'll talk with you in a week. Bye. Bye. Goo goo gaga. Hello, fellow parents. This is Dan. And this is Lauren. And today's family game out recommendation is... Maximum Throwdown! Maximum Throwdown takes one of the things that all kids love to do and turns it into a game. And Lauren, what's that one thing? Throwing cards! That's right. In Maximum Throwdown, it's a real quick card game for two to six players of any age and really plays in about 30 minutes. To set up, you give everyone their own deck and put out the four base cards in the middle of the table. These are the cards you will have to throw your cards and connect with in order for them to be legal throws. That's right. If you throw out your cards and they don't hit any of the base cards, they're out of the game. Each deck has a theme picture on the back and then some circles with icons on the front. On your turn, you have cards that are on a table with some symbols uncovered. You will get some powers to use on that turn.
These powers can be things like throwing a card again, making people discard some cards, or, of course, scoring points. Naturally, scoring points is how you win the game. It takes a little bit to get used to how your cards will fly on different tables, so you might want to have the whole round of just practice throwing the cards before you even start the game. Once everyone is out of cards, you have one more round of scoring, and then you see who wins. Yep, easy as pie. That's yummy. (laughs) I like pie. (laughs) I really like this game. It's one we played a few times in Nerdtacular, and everyone really seemed to love it. It's not too deep, not too thinky, because it's just grab some cards and throw them. However, it definitely helps if you have someone who's running the game and can tell everyone what they can do on their turn when their turn comes up, because they may not be used to what the different symbols are. But there are cards with cheat sheets on them for the symbols, so it makes it really easy to tell what they mean. Maximum Throwdown costs about $15 on Amazon. Thanks a ton, everyone, and please play some games with your family this weekend. Bye!